Hello everyone, this is Sarah. I'm going to do something that has a very blatant social health flavor today. It's uh, Pride, Pride Weekend. Um, hold on, my fan's making a really loud noise right now. Okay, I hope that's a little bit better. Okay, now it's uh, sitting on my earphone cord, earbud cord, and I can't sit up. Okay. Got it. Hopefully everything is comfortable. All right, because I'm going to talk about a really uncomfortable subject right now. Um, let's all try and be safe right now, you everyone. It's Pride Weekend, San Diego. And I don't know if there's other Pride Weekends in other cities and states, but um, we're dealing with a hot topic. In my humble view, now many Christians will argue with me, as, they, as I saw them argue with some people on YouTube just now, on some videos that I uh, clicked on, and I expected there to be a very balanced variety of pro and con about homosexuality and Christianity. What I ended up seeing was much against, much con against homosexuality. And I'm an LGBTQ person. I'm a person who's LGBTQ. And um, I have, in fact, I'm not, I'm not just LGBTQ. I'm, I'm poly now. Um, I love more than one person. I'm in an arrangement with three other women right now. And, um, I understand that I have several strikes against me in society. I also understand that there are people who support women, who support LGBTQ, who support LGBTQ Christians, who support um, poly polyamorous people. And um, there are people out there in the world who may not agree with everything or everyone, but who, can, who really know how to love who know how to love and not have a toxic attitude. Now, in my mental wellness process, there are two key elements that predict and... Um, God, what's, what's the word? I, the, the, there's a noun called prognosis, and there's another noun called diagnosis. And uh, let's see, uh, diagnosis being a verb is diagnose. And I don't know. If, I don't know if prognose is a word or a verb, but prognosis, um, judgment, or whatever. Um, God, this fan's making a lot of noise. Maybe I need to just turn it off. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, everyone. My environment, my home studio here, and my chair. I'm dealing with another creaky chair. I tried to change chairs uh, the other day, and this one is just as noisy. Boy. Um, I still haven't uh, found the WD-40, obviously. Um, where was I going with this uh, right now? Uh, my mentor, Ani, has told me several times now, a dozen times now, in fact, 
that I need to stop getting sidetracked with my thoughts in my head about having to explain what I mean all the time. Or, you know, I if the chair creaks while I'm talking, I need to just keep on talking. The show has got to keep going. Um, I wish I could pause this and play it back. All right, I, uh, I can hit the pause button, but I can't play it back to see where my train of thought went. Okay, I will talk about what I was going to talk about. I already wasted four minutes and 30 seconds. There's probably, there's a lot of con, not just controversy. There seems to be a lot of con on YouTube. In fact, it even looks a little like clickbait to me. Um, I, I see videos on YouTube, such as a phrase, I got kicked out of an LGBTQ church for this, or I got I got assaulted at an LGBTQ thing or whatever, event or whatever, and I will click on it because I'm interested in it, and it's about uh, someone uh, preaching against LGBTQ, and in my, in my own idea of a church of universal ethics, I talk about how sex shall be used as a bonding process in a partnership. I won't even say couple, because I'm poly now. An arrangement. If uh, you're too old to have, if you're a woman and you're too old to have children, sex is also used as an expression of love. In an appropriate context, of course, in a romantic setting. In my mental wellness process, what what diagnosis a, diagnoses a good mental wellness process? Okay, I finally remembered what I was going to say. Is this having a correct attitude? No matter how you're feeling. No matter what you're thinking, no matter what thoughts are going through your head, you could you could be thinking about committing murder. You could be thinking about killing your neighbor because you hate you hate him so much, or you're so mad at him. Or you can think about uh, you know hating your teacher, or hating your hating your kid, or hating your hating your parents, and wanting to freaking kick their ass. But your attitude is, I know I shouldn't do that, and I don't really want to do that. I'm just, I'm angry with them. You know, and again, you know, dealing with, with emotions, dealing with defense emotions, what I call defense emotions in my mental wellness process. Anger is a defense emotion. Uh, fear is a defense emotion. And um, the emotions of grief and loss, um, sadness, sadness and hurt and um, reproach. And um, jealousy being like an insecurity. Um, we're human emotions and thoughts are part of the human process and the human condition and I don't think they themselves should be condemned but if you have if you have a toxic attitude if you think if you if you uh, if you intend to kill someone or if you really believe that it's the right thing to kill someone or hurt someone your attitude is wrong that's what I believe and um, if you uh, if you behave negatively, if you if you actually carry out that, if you kill someone, 
uh, cold-blooded. You don't you don't do it when you're defending yourself or when your own life is in danger or someone else's life is in danger, and that's like the only way you can defend them. You know by you know stopping them, and um, that that's that's a pretty disturbing decision to have to make too. You know having to having to like in times of war, especially having to shoot someone. Um, or, or for example, uh, I was asked a question. Even my mentor, my mentor uh, quizzed me one day and said, "If if someone if someone wanted to shoot wanted to break into the apartment and shoot your roommate, would you try to kill them? Would you grab the gun and uh, shoot them?" And I said, "I probably might." And not to uh, not 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 because I want to, not because I intend to, not because I feel like it. Uh, chances are, um, the person breaking into the apartment and uh, trying to get my roommate, you know, hypothetically, would be the one who feels like uh, killing him, killing my roommate. He'd be the one with the bad attitude. He'd be the one with the bad behavior. I would be the one defending my roommate, maybe defending myself too, because he might try to get me after I fight for my roommate. He might try to get us both, you know, shoot us both or whatever. And that would be a hard, hard thing to do. Maybe I, I. I'd run or something, and I would maybe drag my roommate with me. We, you know, I don't know. We'd get a hold of a phone and call nine one one. So it wouldn't be like a really easy, simple thing like uh, I want to kill this person, you know, just because I feel like it. There are many people that that feel like killing someone. Um, I read a pretty alarming uh, passage in the Bible. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna get to this. I'm gonna get to the Bible thing again that I read, um, there's Leviticus, and there's, um, Corinthian, and they're both, to me, very, very disturbing, uh, passages, which, which I believe, which I believe, you know, I, I wonder, you know, I, I, I don't know if someone has, has tried to change, um, these passages, just because they're so dis disturbing. Um, I have something on Wikipedia that uh, says within that talks about Christianity and homosexuality. Within Christianity, there are a variety of views on sexual orientation and homosexuality. The view that various Bible passages speak of homosexuality as immoral or sinful emerged in the first millennium A.D. and have since become entrenched in many Christian denominations through church doctrine and the wording of various translations of the Bible. And they talked about Bible translations. And um, Leviticus um, okay, the page okay, Leviticus uh, this is from BibleGateway.com um, it might be .com slash passage uh, Leviticus 2013 uh, New Living Translation 13 quote if if a man practices homosexuality having sex with another man as with a woman both men have committed a detestable act they must both be put to death for they are guilty of a capital offense capital offense and i thought gee willikers what what an attitude um this is not this is not killing someone to uh, defend yourself. This is killing someone because you don't like them or like what they're doing. That's something I don't believe is, is universally ethical. And um, I can't believe Jesus himself 
would would want that. I have a really hard time with that. I really do. Um, Jesus uh, forgave Mary Magdalene and said, "Go forth and sin no more." He didn't believe in. He didn't want to. He didn't want her to be. He challenged the uh, the people and said, um, "Who among you?" You know, I, I might misquote again. Who among you uh, shall have have not sinned? Shall cast the first stone? And they they didn't know what to say. They just stared at him, silent. And he told her, "Go forth and sin no more." And um, he was she was cheating on her husband. I think she was she was committing adultery. I think and. There's an argument that homosexuality is the same as committing adultery. Goodness gracious. Um, we can search it together if you'd like. But um, gayness, there, there's been research done that gayness is a biological thing. It might be genetic or it might be um, biological. Um, there's argument that it's not even something uh, a person chooses to do. Um, they just are. And I've heard of uh, some men and women choosing to marry heterosexually and have sex with their uh, spouses or their, their partners, um, even if they're not uh, heterosexual, and choosing the lifestyle, the traditional lifestyle, even if they're uh, homosexual or um, LGBTQ. And um, I won't stop them from uh, choosing to do something if that's what they choose to do and they're happy. But um, I know there are many others that feel they have to force themselves quite painfully and oppressively, repressively, to uh, live a traditional man and woman uh, child lifestyle, you know, marriage. When they don't, when they really don't want to, and otherwise they feel like they're going to go to hell or they deserve to die. There's another um, thing here about Corinthians that really that almost brought tears to my eyes, almost made made me cry with with uh, with with grief and rage. Uh, Corinthians six nine nine. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Rather, neither the immoral nor idolaters, pardon me for not pronouncing that right, nor adulterers, nor sexual perverts, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor robbers will inherit the kingdom of God. Gayness is compared to, you know, to that kind of thing. And, um, I want to find some more, uh, Videos. I, I'm kind of surprised. I'm, I'm having trouble finding uh, the Metropolitan Church of San Diego videos. Um, I live in San Diego, and I, I used to attend that church face-to-face -face and uh, before COVID, and I still attend the uh, services online on YouTube. And um, I, love this, I love those services. I want to hear them talk more at length and talk more convincingly against that biblical uh, 
belief because uh, I feel very alone right now as an LGBT as a member of the LGBTQ community I feel like I need more affirmation and support right now against that kind of mentality I don't know if it came out of the Trump movement or not but I'm very I'm very appalled and chagrined that um, I saw more of that on YouTube and I feel like I have to countermand that um, I don't believe in killing someone because because I don't like them let me share something with you again that I might may or may not have shared before I was in the ninth grade at school and I had a seventh grade bully bully me on the bus every day and calling me bad names every day and this was before I even came out of the closet so he didn't he didn't call me those names but he called me other names and he called me those names every day until I jumped up out of my seat and beat the shit out of him and I could have killed him and I could have been expelled from school I'm crying a little bit I'm not proud and um, I remember the bus driver had to pick me off him and I remember when his face was swelling up and he was getting a little bloody I realized I'd hurt him very badly and I uh, realized and I said I said uh, I said Georgie are you okay not his real name Georgie are you all right oh my god oh my god I you know and he didn't show up at school the next day but he showed up the day after and he was okay but he didn't bother me ever again and um, my roommate will defend me and say Jean Carroll you had to do that. You had to teach him a lesson. And, and I said, no, I didn't. I shouldn't have to teach him any lesson at all. I don't know how to reach bullies, except in a very, uh, a very dramatic way. I've tried, I've tried reason. I, I tried everything even uh, counselors suggested at school and outside school. Uh, reason with bullies that doesn't work. Um, ignore them, that doesn't work always because sometimes they can, they can see that you're uh, upset and even if they don't see that you're upset there are, the kind of, they, there are the kind of bullies that keep on going no matter what you do and you bully, bullies or bully victims have feelings. It's going to get to me after a while and it got to me. It really did. It got to me. And um, I think it's really sad that the only way to get respect on this planet is to sometimes just beat the shit out of someone, you know, and I, I don't want to do that. I honestly don't. So um, is homosexuality, homosexuality shan't be any worse than that, you guys. I want to see more pro-LGBTQ videos on YouTube. Not just a bunch of uh, Trump clickbait, please. You know, that's, that's really upsetting. I hope you're all safe. Uh, if you live in San Diego, have fun at Pride, okay? And uh, wow them and, and give them give real H-E double hockey sticks. You know, I hate that we have to teach lessons like that. Um, if I shall not inherit the earth because I beat up a 7th grader, 
I, I have also repented. I, uh, I asked him if he was all right, and I was crying harder than he was. But I could have been expelled from school, and I could have been disowned by my family. But he didn't bother me anymore. I didn't want to do that. And um, a person can't help it if they're homosexual, and it's not. It should not be seen as a disease. And um, if Jesus really, uh, you know, forgave Mary Magdalene, you know, I, I see a discrepancy here. Um, I can translate that this, you know, we're, we're scared of, of, of sex. We still haven't evolved to where we can accept sexuality. We think sex has to be to totally sterile and done in a certain way so that we're not so uh, afraid of it. I don't believe that rape is right. I don't believe that sexual abuse is right. I don't believe that incest is right. But uh, having sex with a partner or partners out of love and bonding and uh, yes, you can work around that procreation. You can get artificially inseminated or you can adopt. In fact, we need more people to adopt and foster children. There's still a need. There isn't enough foster care. There isn't enough adoption for children. There isn't enough care for, for children that are poorly planned. There isn't even enough care for children that are well planned lots of times. So uh, if you want to argue about the, the procreation piece, that's my argument. In mental wellness and in universal ethics, I preach against a bad attitude and bad behavior. I don't preach against sexual orientation. I don't preach against human thoughts and human emotions. It's part of being human. Take care.